Own Your Business is a podcast for event professionals who want to grow with proven approaches. I'm Sam Jacobson, a sales, pricing, and copywriting expert in the wedding industry. Throughout my career, I've booked hundreds of events for millions in revenue. I've also led teams in premium and luxury markets. Now I coach people like you with my company, ID Action Consulting. It's not easy to run a business, especially if it's a business of one, because we aren't born knowing everything. Like you, I had experts who showed me the way when I was starting out and when I was ready to level up. I hope this podcast gives you the confidence to own your business. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Sam Jacobson. I am so glad you're here. This podcast has been a long time coming, my friends. Oh, I'd say the first time that somebody suggested in earnest that I actually sit down and do a podcast on the regular was, I don't know, maybe five years ago or so. I I think it had to do with my radio voice or my radio face. I can't remember which one it was, but somebody had said, you know what? You should do a podcast. And I've heard that many times before. I've always laughed it off and said, oh, yeah, thanks so much. Some people have had me on their podcast episode. And when we got done, they're like, wow, that was great. Have you ever thought about doing one of these on your own? I got to be honest, I, I never really thought about it seriously until maybe this time last year. And so I came up with a list of, I don't know, 50, 60 different episodes that would be interesting, I thought. And I went through and tried to pick out guests who could be on, and I looked into some podcast recording equipment, and then the holidays came around and things kind of slipped away. And then in December, Clubhouse happened. And I remember, if you remember that big burst that was Clubhouse for a few months there, I was there for all of it. And I didn't want to be in the very beginning because I thought, oh no, another social media app that I got to be a part of. But A week into listening to the ways that business leaders were helping their audience, I thought this could be a medium for me. And so I did that for a few months. And if you were along for the ride, boy, I was on there a lot, 10, 15 hours a week. I felt like I made a big impact in a lot of business owners and wedding pros lives. And and maybe you were one of them. And if you were, I'm glad that I was there for you. And if you weren't, but you're here now, I have seen firsthand over and over and over again how much business can improve with making just a few small changes. That's the kind of impact that I hope to have with this podcast. About a month ago, I was at Engage, the Luxury Wedding Summit, and we were at the Breakers on our second day. And we were having lunch, and there was, I don't know, maybe 10, 10, 12 people at this table for lunch. There was one open seat a couple of chairs away from me and about 10, 20 minutes into lunch, somebody sat down. I saw out of the corner of my eye and she was putting her bag down. She had not yet looked up and I wanted to make her feel welcome. So I said, hey, welcome to the table. So glad you could join us for lunch. And she stopped what she was doing without looking up. And she said, is that Sam Jacobson? I know that voice from anywhere. I listen to you for hours every week in January and February and March on Clubhouse. In fact, I listen to you so much, my husband could probably identify your voice without recognizing your face or your name because we had it on so much and it helped my business get through a really tough time. And I've heard stories like that from a lot of wedding professionals over the last year, especially during the pandemic about how some of the simple recommendations and suggestions and the perspective that I have 
about business in the wedding industry and how that can make such a huge change in the outcome for the day-to-day performance of the company, with the clients, with the team. I think probably most importantly with the confidence that wedding professionals have in the way that they feel that they're conducting their business. So I hope to share some more helpful advice and recommendations over these coming weeks and months so that you too can have that much of an improvement in how you feel like you're doing with your business. So I'm going to stick with the topics that I know best, and that is something around sales, pricing, websites, copywriting, general business. One of the things that I'm pretty excited about, especially for wedding pros in the next six to 18 months, is going to be how to grow and scale your business past yourself. That is something that we're all running into with limited dates on the calendar. We have to find a way to make more money than just trading our time for services because, frankly, we're all running out of time with the way that 2022 is shaping up. So, That's going to be a big part of what we talk about. I try and be inclusive of different fields and different market segments and different approaches so that you can pick which one is going to work well for you based on what you hear. And I think that that's a great opportunity for you to to see different sides of doing the same thing. So We're going to really focus on the event and wedding industry. We're also going to open it up at the same time to all different skill levels from just starting out to the luxury and even ultra luxury segments and all different fields. Like many of you, I didn't get my start in the wedding industry on purpose. I just kind of stumbled into it. Uh, You know, I had worked in restaurants starting way back when, as soon as I could drive back in 1994, I was a busboy at the local Holiday Inn and doing room service. And I ended up waiting tables at the Olive Garden through college. And then eventually I moved up to Washington State and got a job at a resort up in the San Juan Islands. And I was a server. And then I went back as a bar manager and a restaurant manager. And and eventually the GM came over and pulled me out of the office one day and said, hey, Sam, I'm going to need you to move out of the restaurants and come over and work with the event team because our current event manager had to leave on short notice to take care of a family situation. We've got these needs that, that need to be taken care of and we're going to find somebody to cover your restaurant work, but you're going to do the solo work of being the, the one and only event manager for the property. And I was like, great, this sounds awesome. A new challenge. I love the new challenge. And so I jumped right in. It was literally that day. Two hours later, I was leading a ceremony rehearsal as the venue manager. I was off to the races. That summer, I loved every day. Going to work was something new. It was something interesting. I got to work with a great group of people and off-island vendors who were excellent at what they did. And I learned so much. I read not just the the traditional books, but I, I started getting into buyer psychology and decision making and and the neuroscience of how people make choices. I eventually decided to take a job in Texas as a director of operations, and I wanted to challenge myself in the luxury and planning design decor floral areas because I wanted to see if what I had learned and what I had seen so successfully done in the catering and venue space could be applied to a different market segment and different fields. And you know what I found over a couple of years? It could. It was the science behind how people made decisions and what was going to resonate and trigger people in good ways, ethically, so that they would purchase the wedding services. 
after a couple of years, I wanted to push myself even further and see if I could help not just one boss at a time, but multiple bosses by doing coaching and consulting work. And so in December of 2016, I opened up the ID Action Consulting brand. And over the last five years, we've grown from doing coaching and consulting work with just me to a team of uh, seven people doing copywriting. We create online courses. We have an online membership community. And what I love doing more than anything is putting out content for wedding pros to get better. You know, that is, that is something that I love. Uh, you know, I went to college. I thought I wanted to be a writer. And then after college, I thought I wanted to be a professor. And what I found is that I get to do a little bit of both a little bit of writing and a little bit of teaching in the work that I do now. And so this podcast is really an extension of that. And I hope that you will pick up the skills that you need to be a better business owner in the weeks and months that follow. There are you know, a handful of things that I really want to focus on. Number one, I want to focus on the shortcuts. I think it's great to learn from your own mistakes. But I think it's even better to learn from other people's mistakes. And that's what I'm hoping that you'll do is, is learn not just from other people's mistakes, but also learn from other people's successes. I have a really good pulse on what's going on in the wedding industry because I have so many one-on-one clients. I've got a really good understanding of what it is that's going to work based on not just my own personal experience, but also with the hundreds of one-on-one conversations that we have every year with wedding pros about what's working and what's not working. So I hope that I'll be able to provide that perspective and give you updates on, on ways that you can create shortcuts for your own business so you don't have to learn the hard lessons yourself. Another area, and this is kind of fundamental to everything, is that I really want to focus on how can we get you the the key skills that you need in specific areas, especially related to sales and website and uh, general business. We aren't born knowing everything. Probably 95% or more of you have not gone to school for how to run a business or how to be an entrepreneur. And we've got to learn at some point. Learning doesn't stop after college. And it's really hard sometimes to figure out how to do what you need done for your business. And so hopefully this will help you develop some key skills in in these areas. You aren't the only one who faces these kinds of challenges that business owners in the wedding industry do. I think it's sometimes isolating out there. We're in our own little world on an island Uh, me literally, uh, but many of you figuratively as solopreneurs, not knowing what it is that other professionals go through. Anybody who tells you that it's rainbows and unicorns is either giving you half truths or putting out bald faced lies, because that's not what any business owner that I know in the wedding industry is experiencing. We're all struggling through the same challenges. And, and I want you to recognize that you're not alone in this and that you can connect with people over the hardships that we go through and not just the success stories. I really want to focus on one big idea and then maybe a few tips to put into practice after that week's episode. So we're going to keep these pretty short. Um, I'm going to keep them big picture. Uh, We will have some tactics, but we're really going to focus on uh, more storytelling and colorful examples and maybe a deep dive into one big issue uh, that that I want to talk about that day. Some of the times it'll be just me doing this solo. Uh, I I don't mind doing it. In fact, I like it. Uh, uh, But other times I'll be joined by somebody else. As many of you know, Katie Taylor Jacobson, my my wife and business partner, uh, is incredibly knowledgeable about websites and copywriting and also has a couple of decades of experience, 14 of those 
selling for the four seasons as a uh, director of catering or a director of event sales. And so she'll be joining me on some of them, but also bring in clients and, and colleagues to have conversations if I think that they can provide a perspective that would be worth sharing. Wedding business owners are one of three things. They're either knowingly faking it till they'll make it. And that's okay. It's not a preferred approach, but it's okay for a little while. I know that sometimes you got to you got to have confidence that you'll figure it out. You got to jump off the cliff and build a parachute on the way down. I think that that's that's important, but we don't want to do that forever. And so I'm hoping that if you have been doing that and and maybe you're feeling a little stressed because you've been doing it for longer than you'd hoped, maybe that ground is coming up at you closer and your parachute is not yet built, that you're going to find some information in here that's going to help you get where you want to go and do so with some more confidence rather than just uh, luck. Uh, The second group are those who are unknowingly driving their company off of that cliff. Things seem like they're going well, but you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And sometimes it's too late. If your business is humming along and then all of a sudden these little things that have been mounting up blow up in your face, uh, oftentimes that can come unexpectedly. And so hopefully through the conversations that I have with you and with the guests, you'll see that there are some ways that you can make improvements and that you'll be able to keep the course straight and on target. And then the third group of people that I often run into are those who are too afraid to ask for help. You know, saying I don't know is pretty challenging and saying I need help is even more challenging than just saying I don't know. And I think that it can be really hard sometimes to put yourself out there and be vulnerable enough to say I do not know and I do need help. And so I'm hoping that if you can just tune in once a week or or binge on a bunch of episodes, you'll be able to pick up what it is that you need. Ultimately, I know that you're going to gain the knowledge and learn the skills that you need to be 100% confident in your business that you're doing things the right way for your business. You should own your business rather than feel trapped by it or overwhelmed by it or scared by it. My one last request before we wrap up this episode is if you know somebody who would like to own their business too, please refer them to this podcast. I hope that you'll pass along the recommendation for a place that they can gather the skills and knowledge that they need to be successful with their business in ways that are most important to them. Boom. That's it for this episode on Own Your Business. If you've heard me on a stage or a workshop or someone else's podcast, you know I have a hard time keeping it short, but I know you're busy. So thanks for spending time with me today. You have a ton of options for guides when it comes to getting you to where you want to go. I hope you found someone you can continue to trust. If you have a friend who could use practical strategies to own their business, please share this episode with them. If you can't think of anyone in particular, we'd settle for a quick review on whatever podcast platform you listen through. 